Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 34 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Exodus chapter 14 today, and our focus is on leadership Moses style. Well, we're a daily 10-minute podcast where we'll dig into the truth of the Word of God by reading one Bible chapter a day, five New Testament chapters a week, and two Old Testament chapters. And today we begin our two Old Testament chapters. Our focus is on daily Bible reading. I want to encourage you to invite some friends and family to join along with us to share the show on social media. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our webpage, Bible2021.com, Bible2021.com, to contact us to check out show notes and more. So let's open our main discussion today with our verses of the day. Sometimes I cheat and have more than one verse of the day, and today it's Exodus 14, 13, and 14. Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you must be quiet. Well, here's the thing, friends. Leadership is hard, and leadership can be very lonely. Moses did not ask to become a leader, but God made him one and sent him on a critically important mission to confront Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and help secure the release of God's people from 400 years of slavery. So Moses, quite reluctantly, I might add, goes and God accomplishes signs and wonders and shakes the entire nation of Egypt, ultimately forcing them to expel the children of Israel from among them. But then, Pharaoh regrets this allowance and sets out in pursuit of his slave labor force, which causes a chorus of complaints and second guesses and boos from the Hebrews towards Moses. Verse 11 and 12 says, They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us by bringing us up out of Egypt? (laughs) Ouch. You got to feel for our guy Moses here. He's out minding his business one day in the desert and he sees a curious sight, a bush on fire that's never actually fully burning up. And so curious, just like I would be, he turns aside and looks more closely and all of a sudden, a few minutes or hours later, he's the leader of hundreds of thousands of people in a journey across the desert. Hundreds of thousands of gripey people with an elite army seeking to chase them down. Not the best part to be a leader by any means. So, how does Moses lead in that situation? What does he do? Well, the answer to that question is important for every parent to understand, every pastor, every deacon, every mentor, every Sunday school teacher or children's church leader or counselor, or really anybody that helps younger and newer believers go forward. Moses displays a great deal of wisdom and maturity here. He does not direct the people to look to him for salvation, which would be kind of the uh, the American way of leadership approach. In the U.S., leaders are kind of lionized, and they take a football player sort of mentality. They want to put their team, whatever team that might be, on their back and carry them to victory. The truth is, however, that in most situations when you're leading the people of God, you just simply cannot put the people on on your back to lead them to victory. You're not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. You're not wise enough. Neither am I or clever enough or powerful enough. So what could Moses do in this position against the most elite army in the world? Well, bupkis, absolutely nothing. By the way, I looked up the word bupkis and it turns out to be a Hebrew word, maybe signifying goat droppings. 
in most cases, that's about all a Christian leader can do in his own power, produce some goat droppings. Moses, however, shows us the way forward. He calms the people he is leading, tells them to stand firm in faith, and then points them in the right direction towards the salvation of the Lord. He alone, God alone, has the power to save. So brilliant leadership, Moses. This is how we lead, dear Christian leader. Point the people to God in his deliverance. Well, let's read our passage. This is Exodus chapter 14, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. The Lord spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites to turn back and camp in front of Piharath. Between Migdal and the sea, you must camp in front of Baal Zephon, facing it by the sea. Pharaoh will say of the Israelites, they are wandering around the land in confusion. The wilderness has boxed them in. I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them. Then I will receive glory by means of Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about the people and said, What have we done? We've released Israel from serving us. So he got his chariot ready and took his troops with him. He took 600 of the best chariots and all the rest of the chariots of Egypt with officers in each one. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the Israelites who were going out defiantly. The Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots, his horsemen and his army, chased after them and caught up with them as they camped by the sea beside Piharath in front of Baal Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians coming after them, and the Israelites were terrified and cried out to the Lord for help. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we may serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you must be quiet. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to break camp. As for you, lift up your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea, and divide it so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. As for me, I am going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them, and I will receive glory by means of Pharaoh, all his army, and his chariots and horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God who was going in front of the Israelite forces moved and went behind them. The pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian and Israelite forces. There was cloud and darkness. It lit up the night and neither group near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back with a powerful east wind all that night and turned the sea into dry land. So the waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with the waters like a wall to them on their right and their left. The Egyptians set out in pursuit, all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, and went into the sea after them. During the morning watch, the Lord looked down at the Egyptian forces from the pillar of fire and cloud and threw the Egyptian forces into confusion. He caused their chariot wheels to swerve and made them drive with difficulty. Let's get away from Israel! The Egyptians said, because the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the water may come back on the Egyptians, on their chariots and horsemen. 
So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea returned to its normal depth. While the Egyptians were trying to escape from it, the Lord threw them into the sea. The water came back and covered the chariots and horsemen, plus the entire army of Pharaoh that had gone after them into the sea. Not even one of them survived. But the Israelites had walked through the sea on dry ground, with the waters like a wall to them on their right and their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the power of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and believed in him and his servant Moses. So let's close with some rousing wisdom from Pastor Tony Evans, who says, The third thing Moses says here is pay close attention to what God is doing. Why? Because when you're in a dilemma, you're focused on the sea, the army, or the wilderness because they're causing the dilemma. Or are they? You follow that? Moses, we got to see here. You brought us to die. Moses, we got the army out here. You brought us here to die. Moses, we got the wilderness here. You brought us here to die. But we learned that God sent them to the Red Sea. God told Pharaoh to go after them. And God told them, backtrack into the wilderness. We're looking at the wrong thing. He says, when you're boxed into a dilemma, don't look at the things causing the dilemma. Look to see what God is doing by creating it in the first place. Most of us spend our times in a dilemma looking at the wrong stuff because our attitude is, why would God put me in a situation like this? And the answer is, because only in a situation like this can you get to see what he wants to show you. In this case, his salvation and deliverance. Well, friends, let's end the show with our final act, our verse of the month, Acts 9, 31. So the church throughout all of Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. And friends, if you are a leader, let me encourage you. You don't have the power to rescue God's people but he does. Point the people to him. Good day to you and Godspeed.